Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Up and In Show. We are in the hundreds, not in the hundred tens yet, I don't think, but we're in there. We're in the ballpark. Uh, I am in Cards and Culture on the Purple Couch, and I'm joined here with my guy, Blake Money. Thank you, dude. Oh, thank you, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's kind of always awkward when we have to turn the mics on because we've been sitting here bullshitting for 15 minutes, yeah. and it's like, how you doing? I'm good. We've been sitting here for right. 15 you know, minutes. Right, you yes. like, hey, you know, no exactly. more conversations. Um, but in all seriousness, I appreciate the time. I know you're a busy guy, and your guys' season just ended at LSU Baseball, so um, I appreciate it. You were out the field working out a little bit earlier? Yeah, man. I feel like when I'm you're bored. over there. Just yeah. there, you're bored, you go, yeah. things like that. I mean, it's – I call it a palace, you know? Like, yeah. How often do you just get to roll up in a palace like Exactly. That? You got your own nameplate, locker, nice weight room, field, you know. I. One of the things that I like to think about is just not taking stuff for granted, and yes. I think one of the biggest things is just, like, realizing what's there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll go over there and sit down at 9 o'clock at night just look at the field, man. Like, you got to soak it in. Yeah. These things don't last forever. So, any chance I get, if you need me, I'm there. <laughs> Damn. All right, how old are you? I'm 20. 20. That's some good perspective for a 20-year-old because, God damn, I wish I had that a little bit. Like, because I'm being serious, and and we'll get into this conversation, but I came from New Jersey, and I came down here, and at first I thought, you know, LSU was a stepping stone to the major leagues and right. the draft and all that stuff. But as I spent more time down here, it was all about the name on the front of the jersey, LSU. I embodied the culture and everything, right? So uh, how, how did you – how do you have that perspective at such a young age? I mean, for me, man, it was really just like the year I had as a freshman. Yeah. I would say it was probably the biggest thing. Uh, like that – for the entire freshman year was a learning experience, you know, and you, you know just as well as I do, like playing, you know, amateur baseball, like growing up, things like that. Like you're always the best kid in your area. Like yep. when you're on your travel team – your travel team might have, like, I played at East Cobb, so we had, you know, like 30-plus guys yeah. that played two individual schedules but was the same team. We would yeah. just bounce around. But, like, the, the talent level was kind of the same. The respect factor was the same. Everybody, you know, we loved each other, best friends, everything like that, and just really good culture. And everybody kind of – you kind of knew, like, okay, these guys are really good. These guys are good. Like, everybody was going to play college baseball. Yeah. And you just, just play, you yeah. know. And then when you leave your, you know, your high school, your best player in your area – you get to a place like this, now you're in a locker room with 40 of the number one players from where they're from. Yes. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody that's sitting next to you had the same opportunity. You had to be drafted at, out of high school, yep. you know? So you, your perspective kind of changes a little bit to where you're like, okay, now it's like, a, you know, you got work. You know, whatever you want, you got work. You got to get, get in what you're yeah. going to – you know, what you put in, you're getting out. And for me, it was like, okay, like, I came in as a freshman. 
I thought that I was in good shape. Not I was in great shape, but I thought I was in good playing shape. I was like, okay, I played at 260, you know, the last yeah. two years of my life. I like I, I got it. And then I was trying to, you know, like, you know, trim up a little bit, but I was staying around 260, and we got to the season. I ended up getting my teeth kicked in, you know, which is the learning experience. Yeah. And you're playing with grown men. Yeah. Do not care about your feelings. At all. I, I, I love it. Yeah. It's one of the things I love, yeah. man. Do and not care about your feelings. They don't. Not at all. You know, they're trying to hit homers. They don't yeah. care. So they're actually trying to hurt your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like as many as they can hit. Like, they're trying to make you give up an A spot like everything. Yeah. So once the season was over, you know, I stepped on scale. I was like 272. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> I took my shirt off. I looked at me. I was like, this is awful. Like, just I'll never, body. never do this again. Like, uh, this is it. And then I just kind of, you know, I went home. And instead of going to play summer ball, I just started focusing on like, what I need to do for next year. Nice. And in the process of it, I was like, man, like, I need to look at bigger things. Because I was in a spot where, like, I almost didn't, like, end up back here. Or, yeah. like, it was one of those things where it was like, you're on the edge, you know. Yeah. And, you know, in that process, when I'm thinking about, like, everything that had taken place, how I got to where I was, I lost sight of, like, everything that was valuable. Like, spending the time in the locker room with yeah. the people. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. people you're playing. Spending the time with, you know, like, being at the field. Yeah. Like, you just – you. You're going to dread, you know, this playing pro ball in a hundred, you know, 160 game season. Mm -hmm. There's one day you're going to get out of bed. You're like, man, <laughs> I'm not playing today. I know I'm not playing, but I got to go. So my perspective changed to just like every day's gift. Like yeah. when I get to come out of the tunnel and look at the two big scoreboards in the stadium that holds 10,000, it's like, this is really like a gift. Like this yeah. is a blessing. So I had to start, I had changed my perspective on it. Like I had to look at it that way. I had to change how I did it. And then for that, for me, was, like, my next step, I felt like. Because yeah. then I was able to be in the moment, be in the presence of, like, where I was and, like, enjoy what I was doing to the max. Not just you're here for, you know, three, four years and you're yeah. gone. It's over. Yeah. You know? Just taking it all in. Dude, I love that. And and it's funny that you say that because I've, I've had moments like that in my career, you know, but it was um, – it wasn't until later in my career. And that's the crazy part is like, I feel like I'm jealous a little bit almost that you have this insight, this mindset. Um, but at the same time, I'm super happy like that, that you can find that for you, you know, because it took, I was 28, 29, 30 years old before I realized that shit, you know? Yeah. So for you to have that and have your whole career in front of you is like pretty special, dude. And it's going to be, um, if you can get, and I think you know this, right? If you got this stuff up, up here, you're six, seven, you throw the ball 95, like everything else is going to take care of itself, you know? So you just got to get this stuff right. And I mean, that perspective right there is, is hella deep for a 20 year old. I love it. You got to dive in on it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, but you're not from Louisiana originally, right? I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I was born in uh, Sarasota, Florida, but I consider myself a Tennessean. A Tennessean. Is that how you say it? I'm I live 25 minutes south of Nashville. Wow. Little, little town, Tom Station, Tennessee. So, okay. I mean, I, Florida's cool, beaches are great, yeah, but yeah. I would reside in the woods any day. <laughs> and you're and you wear like cowboy boots and everything, right? Like you're an out, outdoor like, living dude. Most definitely. I mean, the heat down here is crazy, so I'm <laughs> definitely not. I wore jeans and boots to uh, church yesterday morning. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I ended up rolling by here. We were just walking down yeah. Perkins, me and my girlfriend wearing. I was in jeans. I was like, I'm sweating. Yeah. We oh, got. Yeah. I hate to be that dude, but we need some AC. So to the car it is because I'm Let's not making go. it out. That's so but hilarious. No, nah, man, my favorite time of the year is like fall, man. Like up there, yeah. it's beautiful weather. It's cool. Throw on the boots and jeans. Are you a hunter? Uh, I wish, man. We have no free time. Like we're That's always true. busy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like to fish personally. I like the bass fish. I love nice. it. I mean, I will go sit by water. It's the most boring thing in your life no, when no. nothing's going on. Like yeah. if no nothing's biting, you're just sitting there. 
Just you're right. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, peaceful. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm like peaceful. Like yep. I ain't at the like nothing. There's phone ain't ringing. Nope. I don't have laundry. I ain't got to do dishes. Like, <laughs> I'm fishing today. Simple. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, that that is great and I and I think it's really important to have those balances right like I'm big into meditation and stuff and you go out there for two hours that's a meditation right like you're disconnecting from everything you're just focusing on that and it's not about even the result of catching the fish right you're just out there you're with nature you're in the moment right yeah I love that dude meditation's huge are you big into meditation I got into it like over the fall let's go like fall for me like I started to get into it I you know you hear it all the time like everybody's like oh meditate and and you're like at like 20, you're like, what am I going to close yeah, my eyes and meditate? <laughs> like, you're honestly debating it. You're like, what am I doing? You, yeah. know, you don't know what you're doing and things like that. And, like, I've had so I've been pretty lucky to meet some, like, cool people that have kind of, like, talked on it and, like, kind of things about it. But until you sell out on it, oh, yeah. you're not helping yourself. No. And I told myself, I was like, dude, like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, you, you get into it and you like it. So, yeah. like, one day I was <laughs> doing some yoga. And after I was done with yoga, I just, you know, like, soft little like constant noise and close the eyes and like get into it and i'm like okay i really like that like i had nothing going on yeah and then i'm like okay well how do i translate meditation into like games mm-hmm. like you know seeing yourself like doing these things and i've been talking a lot with it uh you know i talked to somebody like on campus that we we kind of just get into like the whole mental side you know how mm-hmm. you get through it and the next step that i want to take in like meditation is like how do you get so good at it where your meditation stays the same throughout the course of the year. Yeah. Because preseason meditation, that early season meditation is great, but it's like that meditation at the next step is like in the end of the year when you've already gone through 50 and you're, you know, everybody's tired. Yeah. Tired's not, and you know, it ain't the answer, you know, it's not the result, but how do you turn your, your level of focus up to like you have this whole year, everything's going on. When you close your eyes, how do you see the best version of yourself always? Yeah. Like, and it's locked in focus. But I think meditation is is tremendous. Like, I I love it. Yeah. It's great. Dude, I love hearing that from a young buck. Like, I had Mikhail on earlier in the year, and he talked about how you guys had, like, a a breath coach come in and kind of, like, teach you different things. And to me, when I really started understanding what meditation is, what it does for your brain, like, the science behind it, because I was the same way. I'm a a big, like, I need empirical evidence. Like, give me enough of this anecdotal shit, you know? Like, I need need evidence. So I started reading a lot of books about how meditation literally changes your brain. You should read this book called Flow. Um, I don't know if you've ever read it or if you're into reading or audio books and all that, but... I'm about to get really into reading. Let's go. Let's go. Um, This book, Flow, you'll like, because... Technically, when you're pitching and you're locked in in the zone, right, that's technically called flow. And we have now evidence that shows like there's fMRI results that like, you know, people put up to their brain and the same way that when you're pitching six innings or seven innings and you're in the seventh and you're locked in and you're like, just give me the ball and you're going and you know, you don't think about anything. Right. That's flow. And that's the same thing about meditation, right? Like you sit down and you try to disconnect from anything. And when once the, the thoughts stop coming and you're just there and you're just pure consciousness, that's flow. And it's doing the same thing in your brain as when you're pitching seven innings and you're kind of in that thing. So I'm like, wait, if I can get there by sitting down and like training my brain to get like this, right. I can pick up when I'm in flow and stay in there. And then more importantly, I can figure out when I'm out of flow, right? So a pitcher, yeah. 
you know that like you're out of sync yeah. you're like how do i get back into that quicker right that's a huge tool for you guys right no yeah. that that flow stuff makes a difference man. It's yeah crazy. i'm gonna give you that book and if you want to read it it'll no, be cool I'm, yeah i'm definitely again i've never been really big on reading and things like that and i mean shoot i ain't really been big on anything the last <laughs> couple of years i've like started to learn like hey like this stuff is real yeah you know, if you get into it really beneficial so I've wanted, you know, the more I can learn, like now, I think it's more beneficial than you know, a couple of years down the road. Absolutely. Well, it's, I mean, like you said, you're you're into the fire now. You're with the the big boys, and it's like a lot of other guys throw ninety five. Maybe there's some other guys that are six seven, right? Like, and all of a sudden you're like, how do I separate myself? Right. And this is the way to do it, you know. And exactly. when guys are going back to the crib and playing video games, or they're going out to the bar, maybe you're getting a couple extra hours sleep, or you're listening to a guided meditation, going to, you know, being right. like, nah, I'm the guy for tomorrow, you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. So. No, I mean that's like, that's true. I mean, you know, you talk about that next step. I got two younger brothers, and I tell them all the time, like. <laughs> tools only separate yeah. you so much yep. and then when you're at this level everybody's the same so like you know you gotta find your separator yep. and i feel like everybody thinks it's crazy when athletes talk about like you know stuff like uh like you know kobe bryant coming out at 17 like that video clip that's been all over tiktok and yeah, stuff. Yeah. like oh my name's kobe bryant yep. and i just spend my time dribbling in my rec room so i go to sleep <laughs> like i'm gonna party yeah. it's real it's like, real if you want to do that you, that's the sacrifice yep. you know like you have to do it like everything's great i'm Going out is probably fantastic. You know, spending time with friends, fantastic. Yep. But if you don't have the equal balance of, like, being in, like, your stuff, yeah. like, it it just it yeah. serves, man. It it's a little – and it's, like, everybody has their little things that pull them, right? Like, Post Malone says this line all the time. He always says – or he said it in a couple songs. But he's, like, it's either the pussy or the come up, right? And it's, like, you can, you can change <laughs> pussy out with money – partying alcohol right whatever that it is exactly. all these temptations that you think are fun or that you want but it's like no nah, no nah, like this is what i'm focused on you exactly. know so it's really you just you you prioritize what you want you know and um but i, I was distracted real quick by you saying your younger brother because your last name is money right yeah, yeah is your brother's name cash yeah dude he is <laughs> he's, he's he, he got lucky with that one yes well the crazy thing is does he play so ball too he does yeah. he does yeah no so i got i got two younger ones logan and cash cash is a freshman in high school okay logan's a sophomore nice they're like 16 months apart so like they're built-in besties like growing yeah. up me and my sister i got a sister that comes here too she's a year older than me I actually met her part. too. She yeah. she interviewed me before you came here. That's how I knew the younger yeah. brother's name was Cash. Yeah, no, nah, she's she's super like she's super involved in sports and everything. Yeah. She's uh uh Bill Frank is our SID and yeah. like you know how they have the students that work underneath them. Yep. So she's one of those students that work in, in Very a cool. bunch of different sports, but so it's kind of like the built-in best friend thing. Like me and my sister are besties. My brothers yeah. are besties. His whole fam's besties. That's cool. But yeah, he, he's cash, man. Like he lives <laughs> up to the name. Like it's everything. About really? Him. He's got the attitude, the sass, the, you know, he's, you know, he's smart, making yeah, good yeah. grades in school, money. Like he's got it all going together. And I mean, the, Every one of us kind of has, like, one thing that specifically works for us. But, I mean, that yeah. dude gets so much love for his name. What was crazy <laughs> is, like, my parents didn't even name him. Me and my sister named him off of a show. And I can't remember the name of the show. I think it was maybe Richie Rich or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. But they came in, and it was like, oh, yeah, like, we're naming this this baby, like, Meta. And I was like, yo, hold up. Like, Meta. Like, Meta money. Like, <laughs> cash money like whatever it is so like if it's a boy it's cash it's yeah. girls made a oh my god boy. that's incredible so, cash from the gate but from that day forward i'm i'm naming my daughter Meta. like it of is course yeah 100 like my firstborn daughter made a money 
And I hope one day she sees this clip before it happens. Because I'm be like, I called it back yes, in the day. I'm calling it made of money. And she, forgive me if you ever watch this, because you might catch the worst <laughs> of the worst, like going through school with the name made of money. But you right. will forever be thankful for it because it's the coolest thing on the face. That of is. That's awesome. Like, think about how much you could do with the middle name, like stinking, made of stinking money. Like, you could <laughs> made a freaking money. Like, you could have so much fun. You just have some fun with your name. It's going to be with you for the rest of your life. You might as well make it fun. You that's know? what like, I'm saying. It's yeah. better, you know, it beats generic stuff. 100%. My middle name is Ronald, and I, all the time I'm like, Mom, and, why did you guys give me that name? I'm like, no one has no, like, now it's stuck with me for the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, John. Yeah. I feel like I hear John, like every other <laughs> John. I, yeah, it's like it's just, a, yeah, it's some base James. common. Yeah, and you're like, no, like we can switch it up. Like, all these names are like, you know, you hear them all the time. Like, my middle name is Benjamin. Like, yeah. I can kind of relate it to money. I was just going to say, that's kind of a slang name for money. Exactly. <laughs> you kind of get the Benji's rolling. <laughs> that's it. You're going. Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. Good last name. Yeah, that's awesome. Are they, uh, so, any shot of them coming here at LSU? Maybe, man. Like, I you know, I hope they do. Yeah. I really hope they do. But I've always told them, you know, like, do what you want to do. Right, like, right. You know, follow what you want to follow, like. Um, and I think if I had a younger, if I had an older brother, like if I was in their situation, like they eat up a lot of the information that I give them. They really do. That's awesome. But I also know how hard it is for them sometimes to be behind me yeah. because like I've already gone through high school. They're in the same, you know, district that I played in. Like yeah. they, all the coaches that are there now were there when I was playing. So yeah. they already, they know. So you kind of have like a, you know, this persona that follows you around, a reputation, things like that. And, you know, this university is great. Like the, Coaching staff's phenomenal. Like, if they get an opportunity, I would love to see them put on the same colors. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, like, I don't want them to feel like they have to live in the same cloud. Yeah. You know, if they want to go to another university and play ball, like, go to another university. Do it. Yeah. Soak it up. Like, this is, as well as it is our journey because we're a family, it's your journey too, dude. Yeah. Like, go do. Like, I tell, them, I tell them both all the time, like, go do your thing. Like, dude, I love that. Be, like, be you. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you end up at – I don't know, Georgia, like, yeah. you know, Vanderbilt. Like, if you end up <laughs> – you could go to, like, anywhere. Like, if you ended up at, like, a, a mid-major or, like, yeah. like, Southern Miss, for example, right. or, like, MTSU or just any chance to play baseball at the next level, yeah. eat it up. Love I it. tell them that all the time. Just eat it up. That's great, man. That's because, like, you know, they, they could be tough looking up to people and you set a big shadow, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So that's awesome that you give them that freedom. And, and like you said, that you're probably more of – even if you understand how much of a remote role model that you are and how much they look up to you, it's probably even more than you even know, you know. My so, mom tells me that all the time. Yeah, I'm like, that's really cool. Every time she tells me, I'm like, I really have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Um, but so are your parents – were your parents athletes? Are they big influences in your life? Uh, my parents have always been super big influences yeah. in my life. Uh Athlete side, I mean, my dad played like a year or two at football at yeah. Murray State. Okay, um, my, know, my parents he, were the least athletic motherfuckers ever. Really? <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. No, I mean, my mom, she's super athletic. I mean, if you look at them now, I'm sorry, parents, but <laughs> like you wouldn't say those are super athletic people. But you know right. what? Take the athletic side out of it. Like my parents are my everything. If I yeah. think about it, like my family is really my everything. Like we've been through a lot, like especially growing up and things like that. Um, like I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. Uh, just and I think about this all the time, like. I think about the year I had last year and then, like, the year, like, started off this year. Like, it didn't end hot. Like, I still have another year. Like, you know, I, go, I get to go into this third year, so I'm thinking about the changes that need to be made for this third year to make it special. But when I'm going through this journey and I'm looking at it, I'm like, everybody's always asking me, like, how do you do it? How do you do this? I'm like, look at my parents. Like, yeah. how do they do what they do the last 20 years of my life? Like, they, they've always provided for me and my siblings. Like, they've given us every opportunity that we ever needed. Like, even when things are tough, like – 
I've never missed a meal. I've always had clothes on my back. If I wanted, if I had the opportunity to play baseball in a different state, like we was loading the car up and going. Like they yeah. weren't saying no. Yeah. And they made ends meet in times like you know, like they pulled strings. We got everything underneath control. Yep. Like seeing them do that for me gives me like every reason to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And especially after my first year. Like, I had a lot of sleepless nights and early mornings, like, just from that. I'm, like, in this mode where, like, I could not, I can't stop. You know, like, there's nothing that's going to hold me in this bed longer than 6, 37 o'clock. Yeah. Because my parents have already done so much in my life. I got to do stuff for them. And it's not even that I, like, obviously I do stuff for my parents and, and this, this, that, and the other. And, and a lot of times people will tell you, like, your why can't be, you know, like, oh, I do this for my parents. You know, because then you run out of right, it, things right, like that. Right. But, like, no. Like, I look at my parents. I look at the example they've set for me. And then how they hold me to that standard. Like, I'm not going to turn around and, and diss them. Like, right. I'm not going to, like, come down here and act a fool or, like, go halfway at something. Yeah. Because then if I did that, I would just turn around and tell them the last 20 years that they've... What a waste. Yeah. Like, that. Yep. Like, right out the window, I'm like, that would be a total waste of time. And a conversation I would not want to have with my mom because she <laughs> yeah, would she's gonna make be, that one be permanent. Yeah. Like, that would be forever permanent. So I just, my parents have always been super big role models in my life. Like, I love my mom. I love my dad. Like, yep. they're, like, this year. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, they're running nonstop. Like, yeah. I haven't you know, had a chance to go home just yet. And I just texted my mom, hey, can you send me a schedule for the boys? Like, can I get home? Like, one's playing in Nashville, one's going to Lake Point, like, my, my or no, the one's actually going to, uh, you know, South Carolina for a tournament over in, like, Myrtle Beach yeah. for, like, a couple of days. And I'm like, and then my, my dad's going, my brother and my sister's taking him up, my mom's at home, she might be going. I'm like, I don't even know. And I'm out of the house. Yeah. Like, how are you even doing Parents that? have superpowers, dude. They really do. Superpowers. They really do. But I, besides parents, like, on the other side of parents, like, I think about my siblings, too. Like, my sister's a super big role model for me. Like, uh, you know, she's my older sister. She's always taking care of me. Yeah. Like, I'm the baby of all babies. Like, yeah, that's the awesome. biggest yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down here at school, and she's down here with me. She's taking care of me, making sure I get fed. Like, <laughs> like, like a second mom. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like it all works out. But, no, she's my best friend, man. Like, we That's do everything tight. together. We hang out together. Like, I love you that. Know, cook, you know, eat. Really? Every, yeah. Man. That's we do, so cool. We do, we're side by side. Like, we're connected to the hip. We've been that way since we started school in kindergarten, man. Like, the worst cool. year for me is, like, the year where she's in, like, high school and right. I'm in middle you're, school. Yeah, separated yeah, for a year. Yeah, you're separated for a year, yeah. you know? And then – we were roommates. Like we lived together, you know, down here this last uh, this last year. Like we'll live together next year. We've lived, That's so awesome. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, yeah. Like you got somebody that constantly Dude. keeps you out of trouble. You and know? and like, it's literally family. It's accountability, responsibility. Exactly. Like that's so cool. Yeah. She's the best. And then, yeah. like I love her to death. And then my two younger brothers, man. Like they're they look up to me as a role model, but just as much as they look up to me, I probably look up to them. Yeah. Like, because I mean, dude, they're you know they're built in besties. Like. <laughs> they have like what every dude would want. Yeah. You know, like somebody who's relative around your age. Yep. Like you both have the same physical strength. You yep. go lift together, all this stuff, throw BP, you know, work on yeah. all this stuff. They're going through all the same life things, exactly. girls, friends, you know, like all that stuff at the what same time. Yeah. That? The 
hundred percent. But no, the the thing that makes me the happiest is whenever I see my family at my games, um, and my my parents will like split it. Like yeah. sometimes it'll be like you know like my mom, my dad, and one of my brothers, and then the other one will come and things like that. And I think one of the the biggest things, one of the biggest games that we had was uh, the Tennessee game in Hoover. Yeah. And uh, my brother came with my mom. Like, he wanted to come. Logan wanted to come down. And um, he played the next day. Like, oh my, my mom drove down. They came to the game. We played late. So yeah. the game finished at 125. And they drove back home, like, two hours, 45 minutes. He played the next day. Had a great day. Yeah. <laughs> you probably Phenomenal rigged, yeah. day in the park. But, like, it just means more. It means so much, like, yeah. when, you're, when your parents and then your siblings want to make that extra drive, you know? Like, yep. it w- made my world to, after the game to come over and give him a hug, dude. Like, that's – I live for that. Like, yep. you know how cool it is for me to, like, finish a game and then see my brothers, like, right on the other side? Yeah. Or my mom, my dad, my sister. My sister's at every game, so I see her all the time. And now she's, you know, she's working in sports, so sometimes yeah. she's on the field. So, like, before games, <laughs> I'm dapping up my sister, and everybody's, like, everybody's like looking yeah. at me. I'm like, yeah, you kind of wish you could do that low-key because my sister's right there. <laughs> that's cool. But, no, nah, it's crazy. It's good stuff. Family ties, the money last name. That's awesome, dude. I, I really enjoy listening to here. I can, I can feel the energy of, like, how much you love your family, how much they mean to you and stuff. And um, it kind of rubs me the wrong way when people say things like, oh, your why like you said you know like your why can't be other people or for other people and I'm like I want to disagree with that a little bit because to me if you're living from other people you're already at this place of to me this is my experience of self-love of like hey I already feel good enough and like I feel like I want to do more for other people you know so I don't know that's I I think that it's very circumstantial you know to to that and everything and it seems like dude like you guys have a good thing going, and and and, and you, you you're aware of it all. You know, like that's yeah. the cool part. So no, that's great. Like dude, the why is like the biggest thing. Like, have yeah. you ever heard uh, like Eric Thomas like speak? He's like a ET, the hip hop preacher. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks a lot about the why and things like that, man. And and I was like, you know, like 15, you're yeah, watching yeah, yeah, on YouTube, yeah, yeah. You know, diving in, and yeah, like the the why is huge. Like, I think it's great, but I think it's just as much as it can be internal for you. Yeah, yeah. Like it can be for other people. Yep. You know, like think about. Like I lost uh, my my Mimi to cancer when I was uh, young. When I was mm-hmm. young, like 2011 was when she passed away. So I was super young. I was in like third grade, mm-hmm. and we had just moved up to Nashville, um, like right around the time this was happening. She had stage four brain cancer, and she had oh, passed wow, away. I'm sorry. And like, it was the first time that I'd seen my dad cry, but at the same time, like I was super young when it happened. So it's yeah. like, oh, how do you remember things like that? Like I think about it. Like I think about what my life would look like if she was still around. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like how involved like would they be in 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 the now type of thing, things like that. But like think about everybody else, like somebody who uh, you know loses a family member. Like you you've been in locker rooms before. How many times has somebody lost somebody that's close to them? Like one of my teammates, you know, Jack Merrifield. Um, I we've he's never really said much about it. Like I you know I you don't go up and ask somebody a question. You kind of you know through social media you right, kind of right, see some right. stuff at. I saw him post something today about his dad's heavenly birthday. And, like, I, you know, Jack's transfer. Um, he's quiet, but he's funny. Yeah. Like, he's just hilarious. Yeah. Like, always got jokes. Like, we make, we cracking fun all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, just looking at, like, the message that he wrote to his dad, you know, for his dad. Mm-hmm. That dude's 110% motivated for somebody who's not with him. Right, that, right. That is now, you know, like, in heaven. Yeah. Like, constantly looking over him. That's somebody that he shared his life with. But, like, that why can be whatever you want it to be. I agree. Like, whatever you want it to be. And it's so unique to the individual, too, right? Like, there's things that are even people that might 
might not even understand about your own personal experience, right? And the way that other people affect you or make you feel or things like that, you know? So that's the thing that's that's really interesting to me about the why is and like just understanding that purpose and like that drive, right? And the way that when things do go bad, having that bounce back of like, oh, this is why I do it, you know, or whatever. Right. This is why I'm going to push through and like why the pain hurts right now or whatever. Right. But uh, that's really deep, man. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm going to let you go here in a little while, but I do want to talk a little bit about we've, dude, you've done a great job of just kind of opening up of who you are. And I appreciate that. But I want to talk a little bit about baseball, the actual, you know, the season and stuff. So you talked about your freshman year and, um, you know, kind of the way that your body got away from you. What were some of the things? Cause you made a crazy transformation, you know, like we talked about the mental side of things, but who was it? Were there people or, you know, that kind of stuff that helped you get in shape to kind of start the way that you did this year? Cause your start was, was crazy good. Yeah, no, uh, like after last year, you know, I, we had the selection show and after the selection show, Mary called me in his office and he goes, Hey dude, you're going home. And I was like, it was like, bang, bang. It was like the world of emotions. For me. Oh my God. So really? I, yeah. I completely experienced top and bottom in wow. three seconds. It was the most surreal thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, in life. yeah. Cause I knew the roster was getting cut to like 27. Right. Right. And we traveled 30 all year. Like I didn't miss a travel. I traveled yeah. everywhere, you know, on the active, all that great stuff. And then, you know, the 27 hit and I'm not there. It's like right when I, that happened, you know, I'm, all my parents were like, yeah. yeah, I'm coming home. Damn. And I went down to the weight room, stepped on scale, 272. I took my shirt off, took a picture. I was like, I looked at the picture on my phone, and I'm like, never again will I ever look like this. Bro. Yeah. Ever. And I just remember going home. I packed up my whole room like an hour and a half, like that. I had yeah. nothing packed at all. Yeah. Whole thing packed, oil change, hit the road, like I'm getting home <laughs> like 4 o'clock yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk in, my dad's downstairs. I'm like, what? So normally he's asleep, but he's downstairs sitting yeah. at the kitchen table. I roll through the door. And he just looked at me. He like, you know, there's only like, you know, one or two things you can do. He goes, you can either get up and do it. Yeah. Or you're just going to let everybody who has something negative to say about you win. Win. Oh, my and God. And it ate at me, dude. Like, it ate me up. I got like, chills. That's crazy. Just, it ate me up. Like, he said that and then just got up and walked upstairs. Like, <laughs> just he, dropped the mic and was like, yeah. now it's he on you. He waited for me to come home to say that. He waited, man. Like, like he that's what he wanted to say. He I said got it, chills, dude. Executed. That's crazy. It was crazy. Like, second he said that, I went upstairs. Next day I woke up, went on a run. And I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, well, how do you, how do you lose 40 pounds? Yeah. You know, like, the, you got this elephant you got to get at. Like, yeah. how are you doing it? One by a time. So I literally was like, I'm never – I'm not going to miss a day. Like, I'm going to do something, like, at least yeah. every day. Yeah. My off day, stretch day. Go on a walk. Yeah. Do something. Something. So, I, becomes, I became so, like, obsessive, like, over this, like, get in shape. But it's not, like, I'm doing it for me because it was bad. Right. But at the same time, I don't want, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night knowing what somebody had to say negative yeah. was right. Like, yeah. if that came to light, it's going to eat at me the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm thinking about all this stuff that's been said to me, like, all through high school, like, everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, perfect. Yeah. Like, I've got everything I need. Yep. So then I'm just going to work. I'm doing it. And then that was the biggest thing. Like, that what was said to me that night, I'll always carry with me. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it was, like, the biggest thing that helped me get through the push was my family. Like, just being around my family. Like, I have to wake up. I have to. I'm looking at my brothers. Yeah. They're looking at me for an answer. Right. They have to. They're watching everything I do. Yeah. If I quit, they quit. Yep. So, it's like, don't quit. Yeah. You don't feel good? Go. Yep. You got to go. Yeah. You know, if you lay in bed till 10 o'clock, what do they see? You're laying in yeah. bed till 10 o'clock. Cool. So, it was like that, you know, and then my parents, obviously, like, their constant love and support is great. Like, it's always needed if i'm down they're picking me up yeah. they're giving me like whatever i need like 
And my parents are always shooting straight. They don't yeah, shoot yeah, well, I can tell, Yeah, your dad. Nothing. I mean, meet, meeting you at 4 a.m. saying that. Nothing. Straight I mean, shooter. It was exactly. And I told my dad, I was like, dude, if I slack off, you got 100%, just start yelling. Like, <laughs> do something. You know, don't let yeah. it happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the biggest thing that got me, like, over the hump, like, in the rhythm, in the flow, like, getting, you know, down in weight, best physical shape I could possibly be in coming yeah. into the year. And then, uh, like, new staff coming in. Coach Johnson was great. Yep. Like, he called me on the phone in the summer right after he got the job. A couple days later, he was like, hey, dude, like, uh, I was watching a video. You, uh, you're you overweight. Like, <laughs> you know, you're not in good physical shape. He's like, you and I both know this, but the physical shape you're not in, it's not good playing shape. And I'm like, 100%. That's yeah. the truth. Like, yeah. The only truth. And he's like, look, man, I really just want to see you, like, you know, just dedicate yourself, get into it, get in really good shape. And then we'll we'll go from there. Like we're gonna turn the skills up, but I gotta see that commitment. And I'm like, I'm on it. Like yeah. I'm in a hotel in Indiana for a travel tournament, but I'm running outside right now. Yeah. Like I'm on it. Like nice. we're doing it. Let's go. So we did all that, got through it, you know, came into the the year and this fall was really about just kind of like reinventing myself. Like yeah. I was watching a bunch of like Jacob deGrom. I love his motion and how he moves. I feel like it's poetry. Yeah. And you know, I'm watching him, I wanna do that but in order to do that you got practices and like <laughs> i'm at practice throwing looking like a madman and everybody's like dude we're just playing catch i'm like no like i'm trying to create something here yeah you know? so changing the focus was really yes. big at practice on wow. how i went about things so like i love practice i think it's times to you know laugh and do all that stuff but i had enough laughing like my freshman year to the point where i got laughed at so yeah. like instead of getting laughed at i had to do something so like, going through it, just turning the focus of the practice, like, making sure my catch play was great, making sure I got a routine where I was working out a, a lot, and but I was getting foam rolls, mobility stuff in. You know, I was meditation was huge for me. Got really into that. Nice. Big. And then um, really good fall, like, developing relationships with Coach Johnson and JK and everybody on staff. And, like, doing that was also a big pick-me-up. You know, J.K. helped me out a bunch on the mound, and then we got into, you know, season, coming into the season, and just off to a great start, you know. And yep. then, uh, like, season was rolling good, a uh, little bit of misfortune here and there. Um, and, you know, towards the end, like, things didn't unravel the way I wanted to unravel. But when I sit here today, like, I'm like, okay. Like, I just threw 60 innings, 61 innings. I'm like – Cut my numbers in half from last year on half of what I had last year. Okay. What do you mean? You had more? You had double the amount of innings last year? No, I had double, I had half the innings as a freshman. So you went 30, 60. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And then those 30, my numbers were two, like twice as bad. Ah, as okay. Gotcha. 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 So yep. I cut yep. them in half. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Gotcha. Cool. But I'm sitting here like, okay. Like everybody, like you can freak out and worry where you're at, but yeah. I'm licking my lips. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, I, that's a second year of experience. It's constant improvement. That's an improvement. Yeah. And I said, I, I've seen the bottom. I've yeah. seen the top. Both are lonely. <laughs> and I'm not afraid of yeah. you. I'm, I, I'll go through it. Yeah. I'm good. Like, I know what's on the other side. Yep. I know what it looks like to just drown yourself in workouts and, like, you're killing it in the weight room. You're drenched in sweat. I love it. I think it's great. Yep. I wish people would do it all the time. But it's that, that little separator piece, man. Yeah. How bad do you want that moment? I love and it. And I, I, it was great at the beginning. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. To feel all those moments, know what they feel like. Right. And then you know what the other feels like. Yeah. And then now it's like, I want a full year of that good one. So I it's like it. the thirst, the hunger, like everything that you want is right in front of you. Yeah. 
and I and you've I tasted get, it too. Yeah. You've had you've had the taste. Yeah. You know what it's like. But I get to grab it. Yeah, <laughs> I get to grab it. I, it's right there. I know what I got to do to achieve yep. it. So I sit down and I look at it and I'm like, go, go. Yep, it's right there. And sometimes you need to fucking fall. Sometimes you need to get on your ass. Sometimes you need to like we talked about your freshman year. You got hit in the mouth, right? But what do you do? You get back up. You go and lose the weight you need to do. You come in. And you're the guy. Same thing happened. You were going like, dude. After we talk about this right now, the stock market is a perfect example. Everybody's panicking right now, right? But if you zoom out. And if you had some cash right now and you wound up investing during this time, if you zoom out 10 years from now, it's going like this, right? So as long as you can manage when they're going down and just get back on that track, right? there's going to be a lot of lessons there. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for growth, right? And that's what I see from you is like, you already did it once from your freshman and your sophomore year. Now you've gotten, you know, knocked a little bit, you know, had some, some scrapes. Now you're going to bounce back and like watch what, what the next level is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Yeah. And that's what gets you excited. Yes. That's, ex- that's the best part. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I'm all about the chase, man. Exactly. I love the chase, dude. Like, you know, lions and tigers. And <laughs> I love the it. Chase. Good. I love it. If it's a hundred degrees outside and we got, we're going, let's go. Like, I'm not worried about it. I Good. love it. It's great stuff. So talk to me a little bit about some of the physical stuff that you're looking to improve on some of the, I mean, you dealt with a few little injuries here and there this year. So obviously that'll be something, but is there anything on the skill set that, you know, refining a breaking ball change, any of those kinds yeah. of things? No, I mean, the biggest thing right now is I'm trying to put on 15 pounds of clean muscle. Nice. So, okay. So we lost the weight. Now we're yeah. putting on some muscle. This yeah. is crazy. I never been in this position before. Put weight <laughs> back on. No, it's crazy. But no, I'm this trying the to put fun on part. like 15 pounds of clean muscle. I'm trying to get my hips super loose. Nice. And you're like, what's that got to do with pitching? But I'm like, I've got everything. My, yeah. You know, start throwing a little harder, a little yep. here and there. But you know, yeah, I want to, I want to tighten up the slider a little bit. I want to throw the slider harder. Nice. Um, the slider for me, I've never thrown one. I've always, I've always been a fastball changeup guy. Yeah. And then I have this like oopie doom breaking ball you <laughs> yeah, throw yeah. to get people off of it. Right, right. But I really relied heavy on like two seamers and changeups when I was a kid. I say kid, I'm still a kid. But like <laughs> to navigate I know through, you, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the occasional <laughs> breaker just get them off of it. Yeah. And then. Um, no, dude, it's man's league, so, like, you guys step your game up. So, like, now it's like, okay, you know, I, I throw 95, but everybody in the league throws 95. Yeah. So, it's like, what are you going to do to change that? Tighten the slider up. I really want a, a nice tight slider. I want to I know exactly what that pitch is doing when it leaves my hand. Nice. Same thing with the changeup. Love the changeup. I've thrown the changeup, different variations of the changeup, all, all grown up. Yep. I love it. I think it's the best pitch in baseball. I do too. But I want that pitch so dialed <laughs> that you don't mess up and hang yeah. one and it gets hit 450 feet when yeah. you're, you know, on the road yep. in the SEC. Yep. So it's like, I want that dialed. And then I want a little start running two seamers back in there to, to play with the fastball. So, oh, yeah. like, if I'm throwing, you know, 95, obviously I want to throw a little bit harder. So, like, say you start bumping 98. Yeah. So, say you're 98 with the heater – Little 95, 96 with two seamer, you're getting great depth. Now you're seeing, you know, you're throwing this hammer slider, 30 change, you're rolling a four pitch mix. But the, the part that I love and I'm getting ready to like really go in on, I know exactly what's happening at all times. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. no, like, I know when the ball leaves my hand, like this year, I was like, all right, I know I'm going to be in the strike zone. Like, I'm going to fill up the strike zone, but I don't want that anymore. I'm so focused. I want like corner. I want yeah. like corner. I want bottom half yeah. I want like I'm throwing this thing in the bottom half and you're swinging and breaking your back and I'm laughing yeah like that's what I want it to look like you know so and probably dude, more importantly too when it's not that feeling it right away like oh fuck that breaking ball popped out give me it back I know what I'm doing to like yeah, readjust you exactly. know like that kind of thing yeah no 100% I mean, <clears throat> you know that extremely well especially being in pro ball like margin for error is 
nothing. Yeah. Because and and you, honestly, the bounce back from error, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, exactly. How fast can you get back to that next pitch? And we right. talked a lot about, about that. Um, you know, going into the fall, like coming to this one, we had some people come in and speak about that stuff. But you got like 15 seconds to like clear yeah, whatever exactly. happened. You know, like Andy McKay, he's with the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. Like he came in and talked to us and he told That's us about That's pretty cool. The, I didn't yeah, know he, he told, came. Yeah. yeah, he came in and told us about the 15-second intervals. You know, like the team that wins the most wins the best 15-second interval. And I'm like thinking about it like 15 seconds. Like what are we doing? Yeah. Like 15 seconds. We got the 20-second pitch clock, so yeah. okay. But I got something <laughs> got to look year. at. Yeah. But it's like, no, you think about it and you're like, okay. He, he gave us this question. He goes, if I told you that you were going to play like good like 50% of the year, like you knew you were going to play good yeah. 50% of the year, or I told you in the course of 100% of your season, 80% of your season, you won 100% of your 15-second intervals, would you take it? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you win those small. That's what. That's winning baseball. Yeah. Because the you throw that pitch. Yeah, yeah. The small things add up so fast. You throw that pitch. Great execution. Good. It's gone. Fifteen seconds. All right. Next one. Like this one has to be executed just as good as that one. Was. Yep. And then when you mess up and the dude ropes a double. <laughs> Fifteen. That's exactly right. I'm gone. Like yep. we're on to the next one. So it's. I think another thing I want to do this year and getting back into that is being super good on that. Like. It lasts the whole time, you know. I love it. You talk about attention span, and, like, I think it's, like, eight seconds for yeah. the average person. I think it's probably less now. It's but, way yeah. less now. Phones, <laughs> Phones are crazy. The whole time, you yeah. know. But I, I, I think that's something that that elevates that game in the next part, too, is, like, just focusing on, like, the, the what you need to focus on. Yeah. You know the big things. Eat up the little things. Yeah. Because the little things matter. So. Dude, this was, uh, this was a real treat for me. I'm – disappointed that we didn't get to do it earlier but this is awesome now and 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 hopefully too um I told Kylie I was disappointed I saw our messages today I didn't I want you to feel like you can reach out you know and just have another resource here and everything so um this was this was hella fun for me and and I'm excited to follow your journey man this is going to be fun I, I thank you for having me on yeah no blast, problem but no I'll definitely be asking you questions yeah absolutely and we'll have to have you back on during the season too that'll be cool yeah. that's definitely man. good shit man thank you thank you